What's going on guys, Rebel JC here, and this week leading up to Christmas, I'm going to be releasing some uh, older episodes of Dig Straight Down, just so that I can take a break from recording and just uh, enjoy being with my family over the Christmas. Um, So I hope you guys enjoy these podcasts. There is going to be some outdated information in these episodes, but uh, I think that they are still pretty entertaining and have a lot of good ideas in them, so hope you enjoy these older episodes, and I'll see you after Christmas. What is going on, guys, and welcome to episode three of Dig Straight Down. This is a podcast about Minecraft, and I am Rebel JC. Um, well, in this episode, I'm going to talk about uh, loot and rewards in Minecraft, specifically uh, the loot and rewards that comes from doing what I would call quests in the game. Uh, and there's there's several of these already in the game, um, and, and many of them I, I think that are my favorite things to do in the game. So like. Um, uh, in no particular order, you got the woodland mansion. Uh, usually, the uh, dark oak forests are pretty far from spawn, so finding one with a woodland, woodland mansion in it can be kind of a challenge. Taking this long journey across uh, the world, across oceans and other biomes, finding the finding the uh, the mansion, and then going in, I, it's it did um, when when I first raided my first mansion. I was a little surprised at um, how challenging it kind of was. I mean, for someone like me who had never encountered Vindicators and Evokers before, they were uh, they were surprisingly challenging. Um, the the Vindicators they strike hard, you know, and the the Evokers. I mean, they have the they they summon in the Vex and the, the those guys. They're so annoying. Probably my least favorite mob. Even I hate them even more than a baby zombie. And a lot of people hate the baby zombie with a passion, but for me, the Vex are the worst. Um, so yeah, it, it, defeating, uh, raiding the Woodland Mansion, um, going in, making sure you kill all the all the mobs. Maybe if you don't want to um, save any of them for any sort of farm, uh, lighting it up, um, killing all the evokers, getting your emeralds, and the reward. Usually the reward in a woodland mansion is what you get from the evokers, which is the um, totems of undying. And those are a really, really cool um, item. You know, you, you hold it in your offhand or whatever, and you die. Uh, it keeps you from dying, brings you back to life, and you can c- continue trying to survive whatever situation you're in. Now, fixing outposts. Uh, I think the pillager outposts really, really need to be fixed as far as their loot goes. Um, and here's my suggestion. If, if, if I was going, if I had my way, <laughs> if, if, Mo, if Mojang asked me what they should do, I would say put a Ravager saddle as loot in every outpost. And that would introduce, obviously, that would, that would suggest that you would be able to tame and ride Ravagers. And then think about that for a second. Ravagers are crazy powerful. Um, <laughs> They, they're able to destroy leaf blocks, they're able to destroy crops, um, I think, and, and probably grass, and I think that's, that might be all that they can destroy, but think about riding a horse for a second. One of the most annoying things about riding a horse is that you can't ride a horse through trees. <laughs> um, you get stuck on the leaf blocks like, like crazy. Now, with a ravager, if you're riding a ravager, that goes away, because you're just 
bulldozing through the leaves. And uh, just imagine riding this this gigantic beast through the woods and just like plowing down like all of the foliage in front of you and just like busting through uh, a dark oak forest. I don't know. That would be amazing to me. Um, and also I imagine that, um, I mean, this would introduce an extra challenge of actually taming a ravager. So uh, imagine in a raid or, or whatever, you, you encounter a, a patrol out there that where a ravager is present. Um, you kill whoever's riding it, and you, you know, just as, as fast as you can, you run up to it, right-click it with the, the saddle. It has the saddle on it. And then you have to jump on its back repeatedly, like you would with a horse, except in this case, the ravager's trying to kill you. Um, and you do that over and over and over until it tames you, and then it becomes a passive mob at that point. It becomes a tamed ravager. Um, that would be a pretty cool uh, addition to the game, and one that I would definitely um, love to, ta uh, to take on. And also, I would imagine, too, that a tamed ravager could uh, attack on command, just like you can uh, jump with a horse using a spacebar. Now, I've never seen a ravager really jump, except for maybe that default one block height. Um, so maybe instead of jumping with the spacebar, it's an attack with the spacebar. So um, you could use it also to, you know, you could you could trigger a raid and then ride out on your own ravager and just take out all the pillagers. That would be a pretty cool battle. Another uh, small thing that I think um, would be pretty cool to introduce to uh, loot in the game would be uh, unique, uncraftable uh, armor in uh, temples and dungeons. So, um, and th these kind of things wouldn't be like very powerful, or they wouldn't add any extra buffs to you. Maybe they would be um, as as uh, powerful as say like basic diamond or basic ar uh, iron armor. And of course, you could probably enchant this. But I'm imagining like um, since like temples or jungle temples and desert temples are kind of like tombs anyway. Um, maybe these could be like, oh, I don't know, like the armor of whoever is buried there and it has an, a unique look to it. It has a unique name. And it would just be a fun sort of novelty item that you could then um, uh, enchant any way you would want. It would be really cool if I could dig my way into a desert temple, search through the loot, and find the chest plate of, and then insert any randomly uh, procedurally generated name. And it would look different. Maybe it's like gilded with gold or something. It has a cool design on it. I don't know. Like those kind of things would just add a little bit more depth and interest in the game um, and kind of add more depth to the idea of, okay, these are ruins of a long lost civilization or whatever. I don't know. That's just a random idea. Um, and then there's also the idea of trophies in the game. Now, there is kind of already a trophy in the game in the form of the dragon egg. So you defeat the dragon in the end, and there the dragon egg appears on top of the portal. And, of course, you can get the dragon egg using pistons or using torches. Um, and you can put it on display kind of as bragging rights. So you, de you destroyed the dragon. That's It's a cool little thing to show off. Uh, the addition of more of these kinds of things in the game would be amazing. Um, 
I think that there, there's there's multiple ways that you could have uh, trophies, and these trophies would have no function other than you know decoration and bragging rights. Um, but they could be something to strive for in the game, like uh, it's kind of a direction to go in. Um, they could come from various sources. They could come from uh, uh, killing a, a certain number of a particular mob. So say if you killed ten thousand zombies, then you would maybe on the ten thousand zombie. 10,000th zombie that you killed, it drops this tr uh, this trophy, as sort of an achievement kind of thing. Um, honestly, it could come from completing achievements. Maybe if you, um, oh, I don't know, uh, what, the only achievement that's popping into my head right now is how did we get here, which is the all the effects in the game. Um, you could get the achievement, but also maybe you get like a little medal or a little trophy to put on display um, for that, so that um, other people can see that you you um, have that, and this would be really good for multiplayer. Um, maybe uh, successfully uh, raiding a dangerous dungeon um, gets you a trophy. Maybe beating a boss like the Wither, um, and because you know, it drops the Nether Star, but sometimes you just want to use the Nether Star and not put it on display. So maybe there's something else that you could get that you could put on a shelf somewhere that says, "Yeah, basically, I defeated the Wither." Um, Her Hero the Village. Now that's kind of a logical, you know, progression for me. Like if you become Hero of the Village. The reward for that, I mean, obviously you have lowered prices and free gifts from the villagers, but it'd be cool to have some sort of like a uh, tangible thing that you could carry around with you or um, that you could put on display in your base that um, basically says, hey, I, I saved the village of whatever uh, from a dangerous raid. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I don't know. These kind of things, I really think, would um, add a lot of depth and kind of uh, life to the game. Um, and it, it would improve some things that really need to be improved. I mean, the the, monu the ocean monuments and the pillager outposts, j the loot that you get from those things are just not worth the effort. And for people like me, um, who really love the game for its uh, adventure aspects and its exploration aspects, um, those kind of things would be just added incentive to get out there, to explore the world, um, to bring home the, uh, you know, the trophies of battle, and uh, really, it would be really cool for a multiplayer too. Um, and you deserve a trophy for getting to the end of this episode, so thank you for listening. Um, if you have any uh, feedback or whatever, um, you can email me at digstraightdowncast at gmail.com, and I would love to hear from you. Um, also, uh, you can follow me on Twitter uh, at rebeljc underscore 92, um, and you can listen to this podcast on anchor.fm or on Spotify. Uh, I'm working to get this uh, approved on Apple right now and a few other places, so... I'll let you guys know when this is available there. So thanks for listening to this episode of Dig Straight Down.